three weeks in Iceland was, it was a life-changing experience, to be completely honest. So much so that I, I wonder truly what more I would have learned about myself and my life and the changes that it would have happened if I had been there three more weeks. Welcome to Warrior's Way Podcast. This is episode 146. And today I'm going to chat about, as I wander the streets of this beautiful city on the west coast of Canada, I'm going to talk about kind of a something I brought back with me from Iceland. I guess that's one way to look at it. I'm just crossing that one street that there's always someone that seems to want to run me down. Yay, I made it. <laughs> it's always a 50-50 chance. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a bit of background first. I, For those of you that don't know, I served in the Army as an officer in a combat arms role for almost, well, almost 20 years. And here in Canada... We do most of our military training, um, <laughs> to be honest with you, in a part of the country that gets brutally cold winters and lots of snow, and it, it can really suck, to put it mildly. Um, on one of these things, uh, it's called a common army phase course, and all officers have to go through it in the army, in the combat arms. And it's basically a, a course to weed out those that, you know, aren't cut out to lead troops in battle. And they put you through the ringer. You basically spend some time living in a hole in the ground and usually it's in the winter and it's, you know, 40 degrees below zero. And on this course, I... Uh, I was fairly decent at doing patrols. So what happens in good military fashion, which is a good lesson in life, is those that are pretty good at doing something help out those who have to get tested on the task to help them if they didn't do so well the first time. And to make a long story short, I got taken through a swamp despite the, you know, mild protests of all of us that that wasn't such a great idea to head through a frozen swamp and we all fell through and I was just frozen and like I said it was 40 below and we're living in a hole in the ground so by the time I got back to where we were uh, at our little base set up I was literally walking around with you know frozen clothes. I was walking like I was Gumby and just cold. Ended up with hypothermia and there's a whole long story with that. Had nice hallucinations of seeing faces and you know, moving in the forest and (laughs) it was in retrospect pretty funny but at the time less than funny. And ever since then, I have not psychologically liked the cold at all. Um, 
When I was in Iceland, though, I, being me, decided to jump in a perfectly good cold lake that didn't need me jumping in it. And it was about, well, all I was told it was minus five degrees Celsius below that somewhere. And I loved it. Despite what I would have thought, I absolutely loved it. I went in the lake the first time and I was like, well, this is actually not so bad. It kind of sucks, but it's not so bad. Got out a few minutes later, went back in. I think I probably went in, I don't know, it probably was 10 times that day. And uh, I just realized how easy it is for our minds to play a bit of a Jedi mind trick on us and kind of tell us this false narrative of things. And for me, that was a huge eye-opener. Because I had made myself believe that I don't like the cold. I don't like cold water. Last thing I want to do is go into cold water. This is not fun. And anyone who would have told me otherwise, I would have been like, yeah, sorry, I'll pass. I don't even honestly understand why I did it that day. It was just kind of a, yeah, I'm in Iceland. (laughs) I'm going in this lake. Why not? Since then, I have... I'm crossing another street that no one wants to stop. Um, I have been really researching this new kind of fad thing that's going on with cold plunges. And I have, from I think it was the day after I got back, I have now a cold plunge pool or a tub or whatever you want to call it on the deck. And every morning I've been going in that water. And I have loved this process. I've loved everything about it. It is not easy. I'm not going to lie to you. And here's the disclaimer. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, this sounds interesting. I don't think it's for everybody. I don't think you should be doing it if you have high blood pressure, low blood pressure, a heart problem, an undiagnosed heart problem. I don't think you should do it if you're pregnant. And a whole other shopping list of things. I also don't think you should do it if you can't control your breathing. Um, And I don't think you should do it if you're a fool. (laughs) Um, There's a... I'm not going to mention his name, but there's a fairly well-known guy who's a proponent of this. Maybe even, you know, kind of relaunch this modern renaissance of cold or ice plunging. And... uh, Well, to make a long story short, there's a bunch of people that are no longer on planet Earth uh, because they, you know, decided to just follow along and do this stuff when maybe they shouldn't. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about things that maybe you shouldn't do, but that's your disclaimer. I'm, I'm not saying you should do this is, I guess, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I think this is something that I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to keep doing it for a whole lot of reasons. Number one is it's hard. Um, Just like lifting weights, the iron doesn't lie to you. If you're weak, you're not fit, you're not strong, you can't fake it. 
And when it comes to cold water, cold water, it is not going to lie to you either. It will never feel warm. It probably won't feel fun. It is cold water. It is what it is. And cold water, the reality is, is, you know, your body isn't going to like it because your body is pretty smart and it knows that this cold water can kill you. So there is a response that happens um, both mentally, psychologically, and physically when you get into that water. It shocks you. Now, there are a whole lot of very interesting uh, scientific um, conclusions that have come about through research and study that is showing that this cold water dunking, ice bathing, whatever you want to call it, actually is good for your heart. It lowers your blood pressure. It lowers your blood sugars. It improves your mental clarity. It is possibly something that can help you with depression and, you know, a whole lot of different things. And I'm no doctor, so I'm not going to wave that flag other than tell you that there may be something there and you should look into it. What I will tell you is for someone who trains and is trained for a good chunk of their life, um, this is exactly what I need, where I am right now. In a way, because it kind of gives acknowledgement to my blood ancestors who, you know, the Norse and probably most Northern European folks saw the, for whatever reason, the actual healing ability of cold water. The other part is that, you know, as someone who is pretty serious in their Buddhist training, something that makes you actually have to use it in a physical way in terms of calming your mind, controlling your breath, when your body is fighting against that, I think that has huge, huge, huge benefits. Now, could you get that other ways? Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe you want to walk on hot coals or whatever that thing was that they used to do. Maybe they still do it. I have no idea. Um, Maybe you want to do whatever. I don't know. But this is something that could have health benefits probably does and it can have some excellent opportunities to train you in a way that I don't think many things could and what I can tell you is that what I've found is after I get into that pool and I sit there in that cold water for three minutes focused only on my breathing the rest of my day is very different than what it would be if I didn't do that. Nothing seems to bother me at all. I seem to have this kind of, how could I explain it? It's like a mental clarity that I carry through the rest of my day that is of this kind of, well, the only way that I describe it in in my own head is that Norse, Icelandic expression, tetaredas, which is, it all works out, don't worry about it. 
And for me, that, that's huge. Now, what I do is I have just a, it's a portable ice tub, like I mentioned, and I have it full of water and it sits there on the deck. Lately, it's the beginning of November. The temperature has in the past week been about, well, it varies from day to day, but from around two degrees Celsius to, let's say, nine or 10 degrees Celsius which is cold. What the experts say is that you want that water to be anything below 15. Now, I stay in for three minutes, but I don't think you need that. I think you could do the same thing, you know, for a minute or two minutes. I wouldn't go further than three minutes though. What I've noticed with myself is that anything after three minutes, my body really starts to shiver, and then it takes a <laughs> quite a long time for me to stop shivering. And I did experiment with that and stayed in for five minutes, and the body wasn't ready for it. That doesn't mean I won't try it, but right now, my body is like, yeah, no, stay at three. <laughs> now, the way that I do it in terms of the actual methodology is I stand there and I breathe. So I'm not even in the pool yet. I'm just ready to get in. And as I'm breathing, deep abdominal breathing, I let my eyes look at the very surface of the water and just the reflection. And any thought that comes into my mind, I tell it just to go. And something comes up like okay James time to get into the pool and I don't I let that go too and I don't go in until my body does it for me and that usually takes probably well at the most I'd say 30 seconds and then I don't delay so I step into it and I immediately kneel down and focus on my breathing. The way I do it is I do box breathing. So I'll inhale for five, hold it for five, exhale for five, hold it for five. And then I just repeat until the three minute timer goes off, which is not that many breaths. Um, and I think that's the best way to do it. Don't stare at the timer is the other thing. If you do, that three minutes is going to be a very long time. The benefits of this, I think as time goes on, they will find it to be huge. There are so many people right now that are researching this because they've already found, you know, through their research that it has some just crazy health benefits. And anything that you can do that, you know, is three minutes of your day that completely changes your life, I think is a worthwhile thing. This isn't, you know, I need to get 10,000 steps a day. This isn't, I need to, you know, do half an hour of working out every day. This isn't, I need to 
whatever. This is three minutes of breathing in cold water. What you do with that, that's totally up to you. I, I can't tell you what to do. I'm telling you what works for me. And this is something that I've been doing since the day after I got back here. And I was doing there too. And it has completely changed my life in many, many ways. It sucks. It's not fun. But at the same time, you look forward to it every day. And there's not many things in life that are like that, that are hard, that suck, but you look forward to it every day. So it's something to think about. It's something that I think is extremely worthwhile and it's worth at the very least you looking into. And you know what? You don't need to spend the money. You can fill your bathtub up, leave it overnight, and I bet you it'll be below 15 degrees. And start small. That's the, that's the key thing. And then just keep at it. Hard things sometimes make you better. And having to embrace aspects of you that are strong and resilient and able to do tough things, it's going to make you better. And really, ultimately, that's what training is about. It's about living your life. It's about getting the most you can out of your life. It's more important than learning how to do a spinning sidekick. It's more important than learning how to do a rear naked choke. It's about living a better life and getting healthier mentally, physically, and psychologically in ways that you would not have otherwise expected. You never know what you're going to learn in this life. Sometimes things come out of nowhere and completely change the way that you think. And I think that's a, that's a very awesome, cool thing. And really, it's a blessing. Until next time, you train hard, have fun, be a good friend, and try to make this place a better place for you having been in it. Because... You being here is a miracle, let me tell you. Check out our website, warriorsway.ca. If you're listening to this on Spotify and you enjoyed it, say something. Spotify is amazing. You can say some cool things now. Tell your friends about the podcast and just keep being awesome. And like I said, if jumping in the cold is something that you should do physically meaning you don't have any reasons why not to health-wise. What do you have to lose? If you're questioning it, check with your doctor. That's a good plan, too. Until next time, you take care. Bye.